from deep inside the belly of Tim Horton's field. Underneath the stands, the Forge Audio Network presents The Captain's Log with Kyle Becker and Mitch Houlihan. Presented by Bench Brewing. Season 1, Episode 10, Captain's Log. Uh, here with player number 10, Kyle Becker, the captain. Yep. And Malik. Nice to have you. Special guest today. Player 81. Player number 81. How, yep. about, how about this for an intro? Do it. Schwinger, <laughs> <laughs> Borges, floated up. He missed. Can't get there. On the doorstep, the header. And Forge lead. Wait for it. Do you know what's, you know what's about to happen? Have you seen this? No way. This is my first time taking this in. You've never seen that. I didn't know this. <laughs> God, Jenkins calls you crazy poker. Your first ever goal for the club. I thought we were going to talk poker. about how shocking the celebration was, not about... I mean, we can get to that. Like, it was bad, but wow, that's my first time taking that in. Dude, I think I was just wild. so excited after school. I mean, you don't get to hear the announcers when you score, so you would never know. Okay, you wow. never watched it back? No, like, but like, I reposted it after I scored. <laughs> and I was just so excited, thinking like, oh, I just scored. Like, I didn't even watch the video. I was like, yo, I'm just posting it. <laughs> Guy, the best part is, Kwesi's just been taking credit for that. That's insane. Dude, we need to have, you need to have a little chat. Yeah, that's insane. I like, think you, if you see Jenkins, you got to call him out, dude. Yeah, I will. I'll tell him. I'll let him know. <laughs> <laughs> My man. Yeah, but yo, what was going on with the Sally? Because usually, you guys always have something planned. Yeah. And you're always, you know, you're always dancing around. But like... That's what you went with? No, it's like, in my head, I had a plan of like what I'm going to do when I score my first goal. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally put the ball in the back of the net, and I was like, oh, like, I actually scored. What do I do? You froze a little bit? So then I was like, oh, let me just jump up and fist them. <laughs> then I was like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> So let me turn around, run to the camera. And, and then, then I still didn't uh, even know what I was doing when I was at the camera, but I was like, hey, I'm with the boys. Yeah, you did it's like okay. four celebrations in one. Yeah, 15 celebrations, like Bruno Gomez. <laughs> Just doing one of everything. Just trying to get every picture I could, bro. Unreal. So good, too. Like, ball was, like, on the line. And just, like, this head is, punch through it. It might as well be Tristan Borges' goal, to be honest. <laughs> nah, guy. Take credit for but that. But I'll take nah, it. It was Quazy's yeah. goal. That's, oh, yeah. It's Quazy. It's Quazy's goal. That's hilarious. Crazy yeah, when I saw it, but it's, I don't know. But, yeah. This was a big game, too. That oh, was that. a playoff clincher. Honestly, that was a big one because we were we were sliding. Yeah. You remember that? Last year, we were, having a, we were in a sticky moment. We needed this win. And that was a massive goal. Seal that, uh, seal that little victory. Get us on the right track again. Yeah, yeah. You guys love love a slide the odd time, but yeah, we're back clicking again. That's it. Just in time. But yeah, man. Thanks. No, uh, thanks for coming on the old podcast, buddy. No problem. You've uh, every time ever since we've done the first episode. Uh, we're gonna get there. Every okay. uh, every time since we've done the podcast, Malik's always coming in, being like, "I liked it." He's a big fan, allegedly. Yeah, yo, I'll be locking in. I'll be locking into the podcast. Like, yo, this is nice. But yeah, guys. So second year as a pro, made forty-one appearances for the club. Appearance in your final, in the final of your rookie season. Absolute class clown. Great guy in the locker room. One goal is, as we've seen there, which was a massive goal for us last year. But uh, yeah, man, how's it? Uh, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm yeah. Doing okay. Um, can't complain. You know. Uh, second year as a pro. Yeah. A lot to be happy about. But um, still think there's more to do, you know. But yeah. Hundred percent. How'd you uh, How'd you get here? Give a just give us a little bio, you know. So because um, we didn't do a very good job of that. 
I was playing in uh, Italy at a team called Spal in the second division, Serie B. Yeah. I was playing with the under-19s and went up a little bit to the first team sometimes. And then um, I was supposed to sign a three-year professional contract after a one-year pre-contract. And um, after the one-year pre-contract, the club went into administration, so they almost disbanded. And because of that, they couldn't pay the training compensation that was owed for me to sign my first professional deal. So then I ended up being without club. Um, that whole training compensation thing, for me, it was a very high fee. And that kind of followed me around a bit because there were two MLS clubs involved. Right. And then, um, yeah, I got given the opportunity to come on trial at Forge. I was a bit hesitant at first because, like, the CPL was still new. And I was like, should I go, should I not? But I took the chance and it's worked out really well. So kind I of love there. it. Yeah, and, like, that's a obviously a consistent decision for everyone mm. to, to come into the CPL. Yeah, so you said up. it's worked out. What do you think, uh, what are your, what are your thoughts been first couple of years? Um, it's a lot higher than I thought it would be because I saw the CPL in the first year. I got to watch York versus Cavalry play with uh, York's old stadium, the grass one. <laughs> and uh, not going to lie. I wasn't doing it for you. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of what I was seeing. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I came here knowing, obviously, that the level of Forge was going to be higher than those two teams. And when I came, it was higher and even higher than I thought. And there was a lot of, like, very good players that I played. You had Bex played in MLS, Ash played in MLS. Both of them also played on the national team. You get the pleasure of having David Edgar as a coach who's played in the Prem, played for the national team, played at high levels. And, uh, yeah, other guys as well. So, yeah, the the level was a lot higher than I thought and, like, on top of that, everyone was good guys as well. Luckily, me and Bex have a pretty good relationship. He's someone that like gives me advice, and I listen to him. You know, so, so yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not really good advice though, is it? I'd say it's good advice. That's that's why you're on the podcast, buddy. That's why I'm gonna keep bringing this guy back. That's what it's all about. Unreal. What uh, do you got? What what kind of feedback you got for him? This guy? Yeah. I what think are your he, thoughts? Malik's a legend, man. Um, I mean, we we speak a lot, and I think he's got uh, his ceilings incredibly high. I think it's right now. It's obviously in your second year, as we said, you've made forty-one appearances. Like, if I could go back in my second year as a pro and have that guaranteed, I think it's one of those things where where it's hindsight, right? You look, you see, that's a, a massive opportunity for you to go out, hone your craft, prove yourself, show that you're capable of something, earn that next contract, do all that stuff. And I think that's something you've consistently grown at, which is huge. And I think it's not it's not easy to do at a at a young age when you're in and out of the lineup. I think it's the hardest hardest thing to do is be consistent. And we've spoken about that a lot. The importance of of training Monday to Friday every single week when you don't get the reward of being in the lineup on a Saturday. But credit to this guy he's done it and you see it through Things like making a, being a, be, coming on, making an appearance in a, in a final in your first year. And you see it, something like last week, we're playing the biggest game of our season against Calgary, away from home. We're up and we bring this guy in to make sure we can sure things up. And we see it out, we get the result, and that's huge. So it's a credit to everything this guy's doing week in and week out. And it's just taking the opportunity, right? And just yep. keep, keep growing on, on everything you're doing. So. What are you guys expecting? The uh, like two week break's pretty long for. Uh... I know, but it's, I think it's one of those things you just. You make it a bigger thing if you keep talking about it. Whereas, like, guy, I'm old as shit. I'm fine with the break. My body's hurting. Give me a couple of days to recover. And then as long as everyone's locked in, you're good. 
The vibes were nice and trans. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? No wrong. I'm just vibing out this week. <laughs> Tell it, yo. Dude, hey. So we were talking about what he was going to come on the podcast and talk about. I think you should give us the give us your voice. Give us your Riley voice. Oh, the <laughs> Riley voice. Whoa. Okay. The what? I'll make you guys the a white deal. White alias is Riley. If we if we win the final, I will be back, and I'll make sure to give everyone. The Riley voice. <laughs> okay, it is the, everyone's been It is an all-time impression. I like talk the Jets to Gets the all side. Email. And everything. <laughs> just let's do this all the time. Just rock out, bro. Unreal, man. So obviously we know you and uh, Crazy Poku. You guys are really close friends. Your boys. Who else on the team are you uh, pretty tight with? I'd say I have a pretty decent relationship with everyone on the team. Um, but like the trio, like the big three, is me, Quazy, and Ruben. <laughs> the, the big three. <laughs> the big three. Are you going out saying that? You guys call yeah, yourselves we the have big a, three? We have a we have a name, MSN. Yeah. Like Messi Suarez's name. We call ourselves MSN. That is unbelievable. That's the big three. Yeah, those are my guys. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys, this is something that not everyone's going to know about you. Malik and Woobs just sat in a couple classes at McMaster this summer. Oh, yeah? Just yeah. popped in, see what it was all about. What? Just had to get a taste of what university is like, you know? <laughs> I don't know if it's for me. The university life isn't for me. The uni life, I love it. Yeah. The university <laughs> life is not for me. What was the, what class did you guys pop into? Oh, we went into, um, oh, I went into one peace studies class. And I went into a, uh, what was it? It was like, I can't even remember the name, but it was like, I think it was like human rights or something like that. Yeah, or I humanity. feel like it was like, a, I think I remember. Political yeah, science. Yeah, like political science yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable. Did yeah. you guys know anyone else in the class? Did you just stumble into that one? No, we just stumbled. And we had like one friend that was in the class that we yeah. went with and then. Yeah, we were just there like, yo, kids are in front of us were talking to them like, yo, this, this professor, yeah, he's a smart guy, you know? he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, so were you a bit of a clown in, in uh, like high school and growing up in class and stuff? Did you get in yeah. trouble or were you just a funny guy? High school, I was just a funny guy. I yeah. didn't really get in trouble. Like, I was an athlete. Mm -hmm. I played multiple sports. So, like, I guess the teachers liked that and, like, liked that enough for them to allow me to, like, goof around a bit. But, yeah, school was never my, like... Yeah. Strong suit. I'm somehow managed to get pretty decent grades, but I mean, you got you're a smart guy, and it's it's perfect. Like the the class clown, it's I don't even mean that in a bad way. Like, dude, you, I feel like you just bright. Uh, this guy just brings a little energy into every single room he walks into. So I feel like you're just clowning on teachers all the time. Yeah, just have just to get the vibes it. up. This <laughs> guy was in charge of morale. Literally, yo, if the teachers having a bad day, bust a couple jokes, he's good. Say, ah, you guys can just chill. <laughs> you're welcome, guys. <laughs> you're welcome, guys. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so you uh, initially. From London? Yeah. England? Yeah. And then... When did you come here? So my mom moved here for work. And uh, we originally moved to Mississauga. A bit expensive though. So uh, we went to London, Ontario. She felt homesick. Wanted the same London. London to London. <laughs> London, to London. Yeah. That's what it was. The you just needed... Yeah, you're just like, I can't be away from London. Closest thing. London, <laughs> back Where London, should we yeah. go? Yeah. London. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you when did you move back to... Or when did you move to London then? Um, in 2016. Okay, so yeah. you finished high school there? No, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were, uh... How does London, Ontario stack up to London, England? When I first found out we were going, similar. I was like, yo, I do not want to go. Yeah. I'd started, like, a couple of weeks of grade eight. I was like, yo, Mississauga's nice. Like, you know, <laughs> starting to be cool at the school, you know. Then I found out we are going to London. I was like, this place sounds like it's going to be terrible. Like, why would we want to go there? But then we went there and I was like, okay. 
it's not too bad. <laughs> Played a little high school football. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. guy was posting. Were, were you posting them the other day or were you just showing everyone? Uh, showing them. Showing this them. guy busted out the old high school football highlight tape. Wide receiver. Wide receiver one. <laughs> Wide receiver one. Okay. What was the play? Just hang it so, up to Malik down the field? It was just, just quick slant or a fly. And it's like, yo, the quarterback was like, he played summer football. So I told him, just put it up there. I'll grab it. <laughs> he put it up there. Used to grab it more often than not, and then yeah, just run. Dude, it's proper, man. The highlights were sick. I don't know about the sellies though. Yeah, no, the sellies. I didn't have that type of source. I hadn't equipped that uh, that level yet. It was just TikTok run into the. Come out yet? Nah. This guy. I hadn't watched enough highlights <laughs> of football, you know. So just run in, give the ref the ball. I'm pretty sure back then as well, if you celebrated in the end zone, you could get yeah. a flag. So I was like. Yeah, it's no fun. Yeah. Now let's have a personality Boy. in high school, apparently. Especially as someone that didn't want to pursue it. Like, I would have loved to just do, like, a, I don't know, like a Ray Lewis into yeah. the end zone or start moonwalking. We've had, we had a couple high school sallies in uh, in high school soccer. Yeah. Did you ever hear that one? No. We had a, we had a high school uh, high school soccer game. It was a playoff game, I think, right? Yeah. There's at another, another school's school. <laughs> the school, school. Uh, we were at another yeah. school yeah we were playing away and uh kyle scored a goal like late it was a pretty big goal yeah. goes to the corner flag pulls it out to like whip it around the like you know the old metal piece like on the bottom of the corner flags yeah flies off smashes a car's windshield in the park <laughs> okay, that's just unlucky that sounds I like mean, a, i didn't mean for it to happen that sounds like a cow i think to do though See? Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. That's a but that's how you celebrate a goal, buddy. That's a good celebration. Shatter a windshield. <laughs> Actually, just break through it. Like go through it and like. Dude, I, honestly, I had no idea. So I picked it up and I'm just waving around because we were speaking about it before. I just thought it'd be like a dumb, funny thing to do. Yeah. Then it happened. Then after the game, like the like you know, I don't know. I'm sure you guys did the same. You know, when it was like girls or you played and then the girls team play. Yeah. So the girls coach comes after and she's like yelling at me like right on the field. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? She's like. You smash the windshield. Doing all this stuff. Like, all right, lady, relax. It looks like you're not your car. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> it was, uh, the worst part is, is there was probably a teacher who came out from school and was like, think some punk in their class. Just got absolutely mad. ruined yeah. his day. You just failed some jabroni for, on his math <laughs> test and then he just shattered your windshield. Hey. No, it's just... What, uh, do you got, uh, what do you got lined up for your next celebration then? Oh, the next celebration. I've been talking about this with Crazy Poku and uh, Ruben's Pashas actually. Yeah. It can go two ways. It can either be like a little nice slow run up and then just finish with a Jude Bellingham, just show the crowd what's up. Or um, it can be a uh, just absolutely just five feet off the ground, fist pump in the air, just get as high as possible. <laughs> just as much <laughs> show, energy as just possible. Just show the bunnies? Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, get, you got to get the people hype. Some chill. Whoop's got, Whoop's got a nice little thing going with the with the W. With the crowd. W, yeah. yeah. Little, little iconic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Made a little, little name for himself, which is sick. Has anyone done a... Uh, I think my favorite sell is just the full field sprint. <laughs> like like World Cup 64, like high knees back to half. Yeah, see how far you can run before it, before the highlights come on. Dude, I think if you score it, you, you throw it back like Alan Shearer, just one hand up, sprint back to like no messing about. Just okay. right back. Line up into your position. Yeah? Okay. I'll throw everyone for a loop. <laughs> just right back into left back. Just okay. everyone's trying to come give me a high five. Get, get off. off me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just sprint. Head down. Just, I, I think Eddie will be on the sideline with a tear. Just one tear will just come down. It'll be unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So, what else you got? Anything? I think what, we just... What do you want to, uh, what do you want to bring to the table? Um, I don't know. I just had to bring a good, a good aura, you know? Some jokes. Unreal. This guy's but, uh, so laid back, man. I just bounce off of you guys, you know? You're just going to go back home and take a four-hour nap, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, nah, today I'm not going to be at home that often, but if I was going home... Yeah, I'd probably be waking God, up. We got night. some big news though. Malik just got his uh, just got the old blue check mark. Oh yeah, huh. he got verified on the gram. Oh yeah, came in with a little pep in his step the other day. Yeah, you were wearing that blue sweatshirt I'm to just let blue, everyone bro. know you were feeling blue. I'm feeling blue. <laughs> and it's just uh, that's that's a pretty big moment. I've been waiting a long time for that one. Yeah, a long long time for that one. How's so, your life changed since? It's been okay, you know. It's just. <laughs> It's nice to DMs know I have a bit of that power. Up. Actually, surprisingly, no. Um, <laughs> you know, I've just been talking to one person. You know, just uh, you're a good guy. Yeah, just vibing out. You know, you know what I mean. She'll yeah, probably yeah. see this video, but uh, obviously, yeah. I mean that's uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I show this to my to my family. Yo, everyone, even back home in Nigeria, you're gonna have like a thousand views today. Yo. <laughs> good because we've had ten <laughs> up until this point. Don't worry, I'm you've been one of them. Me parents i'm gonna get you guys right don't worry that's it unreal but uh yeah man so obviously you're going into your your second final second year it's crazy um up until now growing up were you a part of uh many teams that were that had a ton of success that were playing for trophies year in and year in year out or is this sort of something that you've kind of just hit the ground running here at forge um to be fair when i was playing rep soccer at like u15 16 we had a pretty a team that did pretty well in Ontario Cup. Mm-hmm. We went to the finals twice. Yeah. Won one time and went to nationals. And then in high school one year, my terrible school managed to make it to the to the finals to go to Offsa. So I've had decent success, mm-hmm. but I'd say this is a different level yeah. of success. In terms of sustained success and all that. And yeah. I think it's just so important. I think if you can start a, your, your career, obviously when you're young, you're going out and you're part of a successful team, I think it just becomes something that you kind of like feed off of and grow and push yourself to a, to a higher level. And I think it's huge for you because whether you're here for the next 10 years, whether you're going on somewhere, somewhere bigger, a different club, you obviously have this success. So what's been something that I think has stuck out to you in these two years about this club, about the success we've had, some that you've kind of brought into to your sort of attributes and trying to carry with you every single day? I think you touched on it earlier when it comes down to consistency, not only for myself, someone that's like a younger player trying to get in and out of the lineup from time to time, but also in terms of a club, five finals, five years, got to be consistent to be able to do that. Mm. And as you touched on earlier, we've had some some rocky moments here at Forge, but for the most part, especially in the playoffs and the postseason, we've been very consistent and that's what's made yeah. a big difference compared to the other teams. Yeah, 100%. for sure. And like, uh, isn't Ontario Cup, Nationals, Best. CPL? No, it's like this the story we're going to be hearing. Yeah. I love that you got an Ontario Cup. That's just, you should really Ontario Cup winners only as guests. You know, yeah. so I, was over here. <laughs> yeah. where was Nationals when you guys went? Uh, we went to Calgary, Alberta. Yeah, yeah. So damn, I was, was just there in, last uh, week. Ontario. Yeah, right. yeah just, in just, Toronto. Here, just here in Toronto. So it was good. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit boring. I love that. It's like the, you know, it's like hockey. You got like the guys play the world juniors and then they, mm. 
you know, so it's like youth soccer, and then people need to be thinking of CPL. Yeah. Whole thing's coming together, buddy. Yeah. That's it. You guys, Funny you enough. guys are paving the way. Funny enough, um, that Gote and Tigny guy yeah. that played for Cavalry, he was at uh, that Nationals as yeah? well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good little player. Didn't he, he got, where's he at now? Uh, Ligue 2 in France. Yeah, he got a, he had a nice little season. He went off, which is sick. It's another big one for the for the league, which is huge. Yeah. He's a good little player, man. Yeah. So, so you played against him growing up? Yeah. Was there anyone else in the in the league you've played against growing up? Um, against no, but with the keeper I scored against. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've known him since London. Like oh, for real? Ontario. So it was a good moment to score against him. I still clown him to this day. That's what gave me my first goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Giving Crazy Poku his first goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's nice. Who else? Uh, there's just a bunch of guys that I played with at like yeah. Toronto FC Academy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. that have made the step up. Nice. Yeah. I, still don't, I don't really think of that, but like you, you must be familiar with yeah most of the guys in the league. Yeah, yeah. Being That's such a... It's a nice thing as well that like I'm seeing a bunch of guys I've played with or played against also make that that step up. It's like it just shows that the CPL is doing what it was made to do. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like helping young Canadians. I'm, although I'm not Canadian, like I grew up here. Mm-hmm. Like helping young people that played in Canada make the step up to the next level and then eventually make that next step even further. So yeah. it's just good to see. So you still got family in London and Nigeria, is that? Yeah, yeah. Like grandparents and huh. all of that type of thing are in Nigeria, but cousins, aunts, uncles, mum, little brothers, all in England. Still going back? Yeah. yeah. I'm going back in like three weeks. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. This guy's a Chelsea supporter, though, so he's a buzzer. Unbelievable. <laughs> Best club in London. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, man. Well, appreciate you taking the time coming on the show. No problem. No problem. Uh, we got uh, one more to go, man. Yep. That's it. Yep. All right. Keep coming back. We're excited to have uh, Riley on the program. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you guys, if we win the final. We got to shades do on Riley episode the next day. <laughs> you guys are gonna be cross that though. I'm gonna put the shades on. <laughs> yeah, I'm here, Riley. Unbelievable. All, All right, right man. Forward to it. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me, man. This was The Captain's Log with Kyle Becker and Mitch Houlihan, presented by Bench Brewing. The guys will drop another episode sometime whenever they get to it. In the meantime, we would love and appreciate for you to like, follow, subscribe, click on the little bell, do all the things in all the places you get entertained, and you'll find more of this type of content. And that also means we get to spend more time together on the Forge Audio Network.